the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's really true. God Almighty desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have it and even seem to not care. They don't even try to have an intimate relationship with God. And if they do want to, they don't know how to. The Bible lays out for us proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves me and you. Then we can reap all the benefits of having an intimate relationship with God. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Can anybody testify that the Lord is wonderful? His name shall be Counselor. Can anybody testify that the God has shared stuff with you, told you how to live and give and be able to do the things he wants you to do? The mighty God. Has anybody found out that he's mighty up in the house? Praise God. He's the everlasting father. He's a father that don't stop. Don't kick you to the curb. Amen. And look who else. He's the prince of peace. And of the increase of his government and, the, and peace, there shall be no end. No end. Did you hear that? The peace that he's going to give you is not going to end. That's why he says in the New Testament, fast forward. He says that it's a peace which passes all understanding a peace you can't figure out a peace that that, that that you just give up trying to figure out if you're smart if you're smart you just give up trying to figure it out you just live it and enjoy it praise God because you won't understand why things are so good in your life because you know it wasn't you you'll know you didn't deserve it you know you didn't earn it you know, it wasn't none of your smarts and your wisdom and your good looks that got it for you. You know that it was a peace that God gave. Because Jesus went on to explain that peace. He says, not as the world give, give I unto you. I give you a peace that the world can't give. That's one of the reasons why as you draw closer to God, you'll quit chasing the world. Because that which God has for you is better for you anyway. Better, better than what it has for you anyway. The world ain't got number problems. Don't testify. World ain't got, don't tell your neighbor, say, you know, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. 
Well, he got his lying at all. Not at all. He ain't ever lied. Praise God. Praise God. He ain't ever lied. Well, they got nothing but problems. That's why we're going to leave that world alone and just go ahead and, and, and go and follow God. Thank you for them four and a half amens. Praise God. We'll go on and leave that world alone and go and follow God. Because the Prince of Peace is the one that's going to get us there. Turn back over to John chapter 8, please. St. John chapter 8. Hallelujah to the living God. We're going to go ahead and follow the Prince of Peace and draw nigh to him. He was sent to us to get us to the Father. He was sent to us to connect us to the Father. He was sent to us to aid and assist us and learn how to draw nigh to, to the Father. Because remember, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. This one right here. Not everybody else. There's this one right here. So he, he, he made it easy for us to know which one to look at, which one to follow, which one to pay attention to. That one right there, the one that got dipped in the river Jordan and came up with the heavens open under him and, 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 and the spirit of the Lord descending like a dove and God testifying from heaven. That's my boy down there. And he off the hook because I love him. I flat out love him and stuff like that. We're in John chapter 8. Let's look at verse 18. St. John chapter 8, verse 18. Reads thusly. I am one that bear witness of myself. And the father that sent me beareth witness of me. Then said they unto him, where is the fa thy father? Jesus answered, ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. These words spoke Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple and no man laid, laid hands on him for his hour was not yet come. It wasn't because they didn't want to. But because they didn't want to. But he was on a mission to show folk how to be able to get to the Father as well as to be able to reconnect us back to the Father. He said that, praise God, to know, see, see, everything to know about the Father is found in Jesus. Everything you want to know about the Father is found in Jesus. Once you find out who Jesus is, you're going to find out who the Father is because he is the everlasting Father. Once you find out who it is that Jesus is and what Jesus is about, you're going to find out everything you need to know about your Father. Because he is the express image of the Father. Praise God. Carbon copy of him. He's not him, but he's the express image of him. Because they're distinct individuals. That's why there could be a voice from heaven speaking about a, a person that's down in the water. Talking about this is my beloved son. They was the same people. How you going to have a voice in heaven? It would have been that the voice came from the water. Saying, I am, I am the beloved son. Does that make sense? Amen. It, it came from heaven. Why? Because they're two distinct individuals. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But the good part about it is, is that all we need to know is to be able to see, see, see Jesus and we'll understand everything we need to know about the Father. See, the Bible teaches us that no man has seen the Father at any time except for Jesus. Jesus is the only one who knows who the Father is. He knows what the Father's about. He knows what he likes, what he dislikes, what he appreciates, what he don't appreciate, what he wants, what he don't want. He knows the way to get to him. And what we're talking about is pathways to it so he needs to know the way to get to him if we want to know the way to get to him then praise god then we need to follow jesus because jesus will get us there turn to saint john chapter 14 please hallelujah to the living god saint john chapter 14 start reading verse 6 let's listen to jesus talk about it because you know he you know you don't lie right saint john chapter 14 verse 6 jesus said unto him i am the way the truth and the life. No man. We're back to that one where it's talking about nobody, nowhere. They ain't happening. Not one, not even one. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. 
I'm the way that you get there. I'm the way you get there. I'm over here. I'm the way that you get there. Praise God. Hallelujah. No man coming to the Father but by me. I like the Lord. He singles things down for you. Makes it real easy for you to figure out. No man come to come to the Father but by him, which means if it isn't by way of Jesus, you ain't getting there. If it ain't by the way what he shared with you and showed you, you ain't getting there. If it ain't the way he tell you, you ain't getting there. So I can help you. Get rid of all them books you got about how to get there. Praise God. Let's just find out what he got to say by Go ahead and delete them off your little Kindle. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> because he's going to tell you how to get there. He said in verse 7, if he had known me, ye should have known my father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. When? When you done seen me. Done seen me. Continuous present tense ghetto. When you done seen me. Starts in the past. Continuous present tense ghetto. When you done seen him, then you have seen everything that you need to know about the father. Which means that God sent Jesus to be able to give us an opportunity to be able to get in, get a view of who he really is. To get a view of who he really is. Because God wants you to see him. He wants you to know who he is. He wants you to understand who he is. He wants you to see his greatness. He wants you to see his glory. That's why he sent Jesus. To be able to give us, give us an opportunity to be able to see our father. Because otherwise we wouldn't even know who the father is. Not only is he the way. He didn't say a way. He said the way. Which means that if there's any other way that goes outside of the boundaries that he lays, it ain't what God say. It ain't what God says. It's not. It's not what we do. He is the truth. Everything else is a lie. And he is the life. Praise God. The, the way to get to the life that God has in store for me and you. So everything to know about how to get to the father is through Jesus also. Not only is everything to know about the father is found in Jesus, but everything to know about how to get to the father is through Jesus. At that. So all we got to do is watch it. No wonder there's another place in scripture where we get a little bit further down on the Mount of Transfiguration. That's why it is that, G, that the father speaks about his son once again. And, and, and he says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. Please pay attention to what he said to you from this point forward. Why? Because it showed on the Mount of Transfiguration that he is the fulfillment of the Old and the New Testament. Praise God. He is the, excuse me, of the Old, of the old Testament. He is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. That's what I wanted to say. He's the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. Praise God. Because they, up on that mountain, they saw Moses. Praise God. You know, in a shining outfit. Praise God. Glorified outfit. And they saw Elijah. Moses represented the law. Elijah represented the prophets, which means he was the fulfillment of the law of the prophets. Because first you saw the law and the prophets and then and Jesus in the midst of it, and then it disappeared. And the only thing you left saw after that was Jesus to say he is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets, which means quit looking at them. Now look at me. Does that make sense? Because I'm the one that's going to be able to explain this thing to you. Praise God and show you everything you need to know about how to be able to get back with the father and how to do what it is you want to do. So therefore, everything to know about how to get to the father is through Jesus. Turn to Matthew chapter 11. That's why he can make bold statements like he do. Matthew chapter 11. Let's read one of them that he made to me and you. Matthew chapter 11. See, God is beckoning his own to come unto him. So an invitation is being extended to me and you come. Draw closer. And allow him to do what only he can do. Matthew chapter 11. Here's one of the things he'll do for you. Remember he said, a peace I'll give you, not like the world give, give I unto you. Here's one of the reasons why. Matthew chapter 11, 
We'll start reading at verse 27. All things are delivered unto me of my father. How many things? What does all mean? What's left after that? Which means father ain't got nothing that ain't been given to Jesus. Which means if you want anything from the father, you're going to get it from Jesus. Even the pathway to him, you're going to get from, the, from him. But don't forget Jesus is the word. And so the, everything you're going to get, it, you're going to get from this word. Because this word is going to testify of what it is that we need to do. Because the Bible says he's been found in the, in, in the volume of a book. It testifies of him. So everything in this book from cover to cover is talking about Jesus Christ. It's called Christocentrically. It is everything is centered around Christ. He is the, that's theological term. He is the, the centermost uh, point of the entire scriptures. He is the theme and the centermost part of, of the entire scripture. Everything about it is talking about him. Every type and shadow of the old points to the new. It's talking about him and what it is that he do. Come on, one. And I, I got anyone in the house. I got anyone in the house. And y'all feeling me on that one there. Praise God. He is the theme and centermost part of the scriptures. Is anybody hearing me? All things are delivered unto me of my father. And no man knoweth the son but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father save the son. And he to whomsoever the son will reveal him. See, the son has to reveal him to you. He's there all the time. We'll find out that he's always right there. But at the same time, he has to reveal him to you and show it to you. That's why some of us can walk around ignorant from years and then illuminated within a moment or two. And we'd be stunned over what it is we just found out. Anybody can testify? Gave up decades in dumbness. Praise God. Thinking that you had it all together. Thinking that you had it going on. All of a sudden, one day, a light shined from heaven. Bam! Showed you what was up. You're like, oh my God. Because God, because the sun will reveal him to it. Verse 28 tells us the res- what, what you do as a result of all that. It says, come unto me. Come unto me. For I know you want to go into the rest of the scripture, but let's just stop there. Come unto me. That's what God's inviting you to do. Come unto me. Come. That word come means come hither. Come on now. You know, you know, you know how the parents speak to the kids. First they say, Johnny, Johnny, Miguel, Pablo, Pookie, whoever, you know, they call his name. Huh? Yes? What? Come here. That, that, that lets you know that he's not just trying to get your attention. He's trying to get you to come somewhere. Come hither. That phrase come hither means come here. The inference is to a specific and specified location or destination. To a specific or specified location or destination. Where is it? Come unto me. Unto means forward. Forward to. That is towards. Come towards me. I like that, which means this isn't an instant thing. It's it's going to be a step-by-step process. Depending upon how far you are away is how many steps you're going to have to take on a given day. But remember, 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 we got a promise in the book of James. You take a step toward me, I'm going to come toward you. Because God's going to cut the distance even faster. Praise God. All you got to do is make a motion. And he's going to make a motion. Trust me, his motion bigger than your motion. He cover way more territory than you do. Praise God. So all you got to do is make you move. Come unto me. That word unto is a preposition of direction. He's telling you exactly which direction to go. Where? Unto me. The me is talking about Jesus, who is the word of God. 
the anointed word of God, which was sent to me and you to deliver us and set us free and allow us to be able to step into what the father has in store for me and you come unto me. That word unto, I said, is a preposition of direction. It denotes different things. It denotes different things. It's one of the things it denotes, not connotes, denotes, praise God, which is a direct notation. It denotes motions toward, motions toward. See, God wants us to make motions toward him. He wants us to make motions toward him, praise God, which means this is an action. We got to do something, praise God. You're going to make motions toward it. It also means ascension to. Ascension to. I like that. The word ascension means the act of entering upon or attaining to something or someone. The act of entering upon or attaining to something or someone. See, God wants us to have access to him. That's why he's inviting us. He wants us to have access to him. That's why he's beckoning us. He wants us to come unto him. For instance, for instance, for instance. I was behind a closed door and you heard me holler out already. Come here. Come, 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 come here. Come to, come to me now. And you get to a closed door. You don't have to wonder whether you have the right to open it. You don't have to hesitate at any closed door. You can just go straight through. Why? Because I've already called you and told you come unto me. Does that make sense? And God's inviting us, which means I don't care what kind of closed door, what kind of opposition you run into. Just walk straight through that. Because God's inviting you to come through him. Because Satan is going to give you, uh, is going to put up for you plastic, paper mache, pretense things to stop you from moving forward in what he has in store for you. But it's plastic, it's paper mache, it's, it's pretense. God has already given you the invitation to come. Now come. Come unto me. It's, an, it's ascension. See, God wants us to have access to him. We're also to know that drawing, drawing closer to God causes us to attain and gain something. Drawing closer to God causes us to attain and or gain something. Something that we wouldn't or couldn't gain or attain without drawing closer to him. That's why he's inviting us. That's why he's inviting us. In fact, that word unto also uh, carries a denotation of nearness at. Nearness at. Hallelujah. I know my preposition's dangling, but I'm supposed to stick a, uh, a, 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 a noun or a pronoun right behind it, or at least a, 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 a phrase right behind it, praise God. In order to be able to make, uh, yeah, it's got an in and a noun or a pronoun. It's got an in and a noun or a pronoun because that way it makes sure that the preposition don't dangle. But we already got the noun and the pronoun, him. Does that make sense? Him. So he's supposed to draw out of him, get nearness at him. See, God wants us to increase in our nearness to him. Who is he talking to? Us. But I like the Lord. He, 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 he knows us. You know, God knows you. Now, I know, I know, I know that, you know, we act like we got it all together. But he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He lets us know who's, who he wants to come. Remember, Jesus said, I come to set folk free. And he's calling all that labor. That word labor means to feel fatigued. Feel fatigued. That's where you're tired. Where you're tired. I ain't nobody waving their hand up in here, praise God, because you've been pretending like you ain't tired. You got it all together, praise God. But, you know, sometimes we just tired. Tired of being broke. Tired of being sick. Tired of the dumb stuff. Come on, I thought I'd get a better amen on the dumb stuff, praise God. Tired of the dumb stuff, praise God. Tired of the, 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 the never-ending drama. 
the soap opera that just seemed like it go on and on and on. 50 years before it get canceled, praise God. We're tired of the dumb stuff. Some of us just tired of being tired. You ain't never been there, praise God, we just tired of being tired, praise God. We just tired, you just irritated about anything. Anything that remind you how tired you are, you just irritated about it. You just irritated about it. Somebody walk up and say, look at my new outfit. What? You just tired of you ain't got a new outfit in so long. Praise God, you don't even know what to do. Just tired. No, you ain't never been like that. By implication, it means to work hard. Some of us is working hard. Hardly working and hardly getting results. Hardly working and hardly getting results. We're just going through a lot of efforts and a lot of stuff and a lot of things and, and spinning our wheels and then and, and digging ditches and ain't nothing seem to happen. And then you die. Why? Because all ye who are late, who labor and are heavy laden. That word heavy laden means to load up. To load up. It carries the premise of loading up. You know, imagine, you know how you ladies put one of them big old purses on your on your arm? Praise God. Got everything in it ready for anything. Praise God. That's like a serious survival but survival thing. And the brothers are laughing. They don't went and got backpacks nowadays. Praise God. They can't carry a purse, so they get they put a backpack on. Praise God. That's a man purse. Praise God. Amen. Imagine putting a whole bunch of them on. We got 15, 20 of them on. Praise God. You heavy late. That's how some of us walk around. We all got so much junk all over us and stuff. So much stuff going on in our lives. We got so much stuff. It's like what? We heavy laden. Figuratively, it means to overburden with ceremony. That's deep. And this overburden is like, is like loading up animals on uh, 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 beasts of burden and loading them up. Anybody ever seen on, on TVs and stuff like that? Camels loaded up with stuff. Man, they put more stuff on the back of that camel. Camel just be sitting there chewing, praise God. And they just strap something else up there. You're like, dang. Mules, burrows. You see those? They just be strapping stuff all up on top of them and stuff like that. Be like this little bitty little burrow. And they got all this stuff strapped up on this stuff like that. I bet you that burrow could talk. He said, man, why don't you carry some of this yourself? (laughs) Ain't none of this my stuff, praise God. Some of us all loaded up like that. God said, look, come unto me, all you. Oh, heavy laden. Now, I say figuratively, it means overburdened with ceremony. Included in the overburden with ceremony is being overburdened with spiritual anxiety. Because believe it or not, some folk can even be overburdened with spiritual anxiety. Spiritual anxiety. Am I doing enough? Did I do too much? Is it going to work out? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Trying to be right. Come on. And then you learn about faith. And sometimes you get strapped up, don't even know how to talk. Be hurting, can't tell nobody. How do I phrase this? Praise God, amen. I'm, I'm sick, but I can't say I'm sick because if I say I'm sick, I'm claiming my sickness. So, so we get overburdened with spiritual uh, uh, anxiety and stuff. We'd be all anxious on whether we said it enough, said it enough. Did we say too much? Oh, Lord. I told the Lord I was going to pray. I only prayed 47 minutes. Oh, Lord. Is he going to dock me for the other 13 minutes? Praise God. He going to dock my blessing 13 minutes worth of something? Praise God. We'd be all anxious about stuff. Well, that's all the way I have time for today. I hope that you're blessed by what the Word of God had to say. hope that you're seeing that it's true, that God really does want to have a close, intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done, to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us that are there for me and you, so that we can walk through these paths into the awesome opportunity to be in an even closer relationship with God like He wants us to do, and enjoy the kind of life That can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Business Center. 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, If your desire is to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that will help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people. That's done on the third Friday of every month, with a lot of sweated folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did. That is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at a Word of Faith Essay. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.